Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I am Matt Rashavi. Welcome back to the podcast that critics are calling No, 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 no. Um, yeah, welcome to it. Another week. Uh, it's good to be with you all. Uh, let's see, should we do checking? You know what? Let's do let's do some advice. Let's start off with the advice section this week. Um, so first things first, let's see if I pull up my notes. Way to be prepared, Matt. Um, anyways, yeah, so advice. So this first one comes from somebody who, you know, I scoured the whole the whole internet, the entire internet, uh, for this past week to find some good uh, random advice questions from different columns. And one was writing about how she always thinks that she's a really good driver, this writer. But she claims that now a bunch of people she's noticing people in the car will kind of freak out and react and say that she's a bad driver. And she claims that she's not, but the thing is, and I kind of agree with this. She brings up that so many people talk about this. It's okay. If it's, if it's one, maybe one person, like one person thinks you're a bad driver, that could just be a personal opinion. Or maybe they saw something where like, you know, it was just a once once in a blue moon type situation. And uh, maybe you weren't the best driver in that situation. But for the most part, you're pretty good. Uh, but in this, it talks about like her friends, her family members, her like distant family members, neighbors, all these people. Once it starts racking up and it's more than just the occasional person saying like, wow, you know. Yeah, kind of a kind of a risky driver, huh? Uh, then it, it might be good to kind of look inwards and uh, maybe maybe brush up on some of the old old driving skills that we learned back in the day. Um, but yeah, that's my my opinion because they were saying, you know, should I keep confronting these people? And I think no, I think you should really look inwards at this point. Um, and let's see. So another one was, should I? Oh, this was this was great. Um, and a common thing that so many people have to deal with, a woman wrote in, you know, should she, basically, her and her husband have a couple, another couple friends. So you know how, how you have these friend couples. And uh, and they, the woman in that other friend couple approached her and said that she needed some money. And she wants to know, should she give her money? It's, uh, she just asked for 500 Um, but also confess that she's like 17 grand in debt. And so she wants to know, the woman wants to know, should she give her friend this money and should she tell her husband? Well, first off, you should definitely tell your husband, especially if, you know, I mean, I don't know what your, you know, if you have separate bank accounts or what your whole situation is, but for the most part, I think you should be pretty open and honest if it's your, your shared monies. And if that's his money, um, you should definitely give him a heads up and see what he thinks. Um, for me, it should be kind of looked at, and I forget who said this, but I really agree with it. If you're giving somebody, loaning somebody money, look at it as like you're just giving them the money. That way it doesn't, you don't build this whole thing of like, they're not paying me back. You know, I see them every week. They are not even broaching the subject of paying me back. And that way you won't drive yourself crazy. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. I would say for that, if if you end up wanting to help them out, you know, because the other slippery slope is if you help them out, it could lead to them wanting more and stuff like that. So 
it's uh it's one of those things that you definitely should you know check in with your husband about um, in my opinion let's see another quick one is oh this one's i mean how how do you be quick on this one this was uh a woman found out through a dna test i believe it was let's see what here just double check on that found out through a dna test that oh from genetic testing revealed that her father had two other children while married to her mother um, so had this whole other separate family and what's tough is you know not i mean the whole thing is tough but also she the father has alzheimer's and is in really bad health and she's kind of she's taking care of the father and she wants to know how does she balance that with not feeling resentment for him i think first off you are okay to feel resentment like that's a really tough thing um but it's it's tricky if he doesn't remember doing that then it's tough to confront him with that you know and it would be kind of futile potentially and it's one of those things it's so much easier said than done but it's like i was really thinking about this like if if there's a way to compartmentalize and be like maybe you're taking care of like if he was a good dad to you for the most part before this you know truth bomb maybe there's a way you can think about like oh i'm actually helping the person who was my good dad for most of my life so i don't know who knows easier said than done that's that's for sure uh, wow, way to way to end on a heavy one, Matt. Jeez. A straight face if you mean it. You wake me up at night, tell me this was right all along. Alright, so from there, let's move on to some movies. Give you some movie reviews of some good stuff to check out this week. Uh, we'll start with, especially because, like, you know, for instance, right now, so I'm, we're recording, I'm back in California, and I've been, you know, for traveling for work, so I've been in the middle part of the country, and it's been super hot there, too. It's been, uh, but it's been super hot there as well. But I'm back in California, and it's been 100 degrees the last few days, and started recording this, and it was like, I had, you know, the ACs a full blast. And I'm like, well, for audio, I got to not do that. So now I'm just in a in a sweat box, <laughs> just dripping sweat. But that's okay. <laughs> Listen, welcome to ComplainCast. <laughs> I really have no complaints. It's all good. Um but anyways, yeah, so movies, uh, oh, but what, what I was saying with that is sometimes in this extreme heat, going to the movies is just the best option and the best excuse. Like, oh, it's super hot. I got to go spend an afternoon at the movies. And that's what I did on Sunday. And I saw a double feature of brand new movies. One was The Green Knight, which is a reimagining and retelling of a King Arthur story. Uh, really good. Super awesome movie. Very much like an art film, and I love it because there's these times when movies come out, and I don't want to say they trick the audience, but it's this thing where the audience doesn't fully, the way it's marketed or what have you, they think it's something else that they're going to see. And I know No Country for Old Men was this, where they had like a complete art film open ending, and people were just like, what? 
But like, you look at it now, and I feel like it's very just this beautiful kind of poetic ending, in my opinion of that movie. But here, it's that same thing. It was a packed, you know, fairly packed, COVID packed. So like, you had some seats in between that were empty. But you know, people were really liking it and digging it, and then the ending came. And I won't fully spoil it, but I will say that it's it's more of the it is an an art film ending completely. And to just hear audible disappointment <laughs> and just feel like what what no and like really upset <laughs> it was was uh was interesting but i don't know uh, i say that's why i'm letting you know that so you know what you're going into but i think that is still a great experience and and uh yeah really awesome movie check it out so that's the green knight the other one i saw was Stillwater. that's the matt damon uh flick um yeah, pretty intense. That's about a father whose daughter was wrongfully convicted of murder, and she lives in Paris, or in France, rather. And so is convicted of murder and is doing her jail sentence, and the whole time he's trying to get her free. And so when the movie starts, she's five years into her sentence, and it's him on this pursuit of trying to find you know, facts and clues about the case to get her uh, free. And uh, it's loosely based on the Amanda Knox story, and so um, it's just, it's, uh, it's very interesting. And I just heard something on the way over here, actually, um, about her reaction to it. And just that it was, um, she views it as just another kind of negative reaction to it. And that said that it should be viewed more as, you know, when people make these movies about her and her life, they should, they should more view w- what, and take into account the person who was murdered, their life more so um and also the um the uh foreign police i think is what she had said i could be totally butchering that quote but uh i believe it was something along those lines so she's not doesn't seem like a fan of the movie but i am it's really good um and so green knight was a little kind of horror movie-ish too because i know some people are probably you're like well no horror movie reviews well i got one it's uh I might have talked about this on an earlier podcast, but I finally finished it. This four and a half hour documentary called In Search of Darkness Part Two. The first one's also as long and it's all horror movies. And they just talk about, you know, 80s slashers and just goes all over the gambit of uh, of horror. So highly recommend those. So check that out. That's In Search of Darkness, the Green Knight and Stillwater. Keep a straight face. All right, let's uh, keep going down that same line, that same avenue of reviews. Let's do some comic book reviews. Uh, This is some books that you should check out currently. That, uh, that I'm definitely loving. Um, and let's see, I just uh, just jumped into a whole batch of them. But one of them, one of my favorite... So you obviously know, if you've listened to this podcast, I am a huge DC fan and uh, love Batman. He's my all-time favorite. But uh, Batman Reptilian is the new take on the Batman story, written by Garth Ennis, who uh, did from Preacher fame, of course. Uh, really good, super kind of, you know, intense Batman. He's like the unhinged Batman. 
You know what I mean? Russell Crowe Batman. Um, which he would he would make an interesting Batman. Like Russell Crowe from the movie Unhinged. The, uh, like... <laughs> not, not the version of the super fit, athletic Batman uh, that you normally see. Uh, they should do that. They should do a version of that. Um, but really good. The comic book's intense because, you know, Garth Ennis is, you know, an intense writer. But also Liam Sharp is the artist. And I highly recommend checking out some of his work. But this, these books as well, they're on issue two. And this is my favorite book right now. And the work is so subversive and kind of um, surreal. And it's also, it's interesting when you kind of, when you read so many comic books and you're so used to seeing, you know, Batman or the Penguin um, or Two-Face or different characters that that you see week after week and you see them a certain way. And then all of a sudden an artist just does a completely different take on it. And it takes you out of it a little bit. And then you're like, okay, whoa, you know, and this is one of those ones that actually challenges you um, into this whole world so but very cool and very worth worth the challenge so check that out uh, another book that i love is dark blood uh this is a really good comic book about a guy who in world war ii you know it's definitely shrouded in mystery but it seems like he was shot down he was a fighter pilot and is shot down and uh somehow he gains this superpower which they haven't covered yet but uh you cut to 10 years later and he's um, getting harassed by somebody in an alley and that power comes out and he actually can stop a bullet. And so it just leaves you with more questions like what, how, um, and we'll hopefully find out more from there. That's from boom studios, which is kind of on a killing. Like I love this book and they just have been doing berserker, which is the Keanu Reeves one. So they've really been killing it. I could definitely see dark blood as something, you know, if it's not a Netflix show, this could definitely be a super entertaining movie. So there you go. Check that out. That's Dark Blood. And then let's see. What else am I currently reading that you should check out? Oh, well, this one. And I think I have talked about this before, but issue number five I just read of Damned Cursed Children. And this is about a world where, you know, zombies happen, but it's only affects children. So all the kids become zombies and that is just like that is a version and a take of the zombie story that i just haven't seen and i think is as equally frightening as as zombies because kids are just crazy if you just have killer kids like that alone is nuts like uh in hostel they have those crazy kids that go go around like a kid gang that goes around and kills people and that was super scary to me so now you throw in a little little zombie mix and it uh just gets creepier and creepier so there you go check those out uh, that's damned cursed children excellent series dark blood and batman reptilian Right, and now let's move into a let's move into the checking in segment. Um, yeah, it's been quite the week. Uh, it's been good back here in California. Uh, I've been traveling a lot, like I've uh, like I said earlier for work. 
Um, so that always is, I love it because, you know, with COVID, you're just, you're at home, you're locked in. You also aren't experiencing the world. So you're not usually running into the crazy amount of stories that you normally do. And so, you know, I was leaving the hotel this past week and I'm leaving the hotel and there's this, I get in an elevator. I was on the seventh floor. So I'm writing it all down and I get in the seventh floor and there's, or the elevator and I get in and there's a, a guy and a gal and they're probably early twenties. And so I'm kind of standing in the middle of them, you know, further my back to the wall. And, uh, and all of a sudden I hear her kind of mutter something at her underneath her breath. Kind of like, it was like, uh, alcohol. I was like, huh? Okay. <laughs> It's like huh, alcohol. I was like, that was weird. And they seemed very like clean cut kids, you know. They looked uh, awful, like tired, but uh, but didn't seem like you know, like like you know, crazy ruffians, as you will, if you will. Um, and and then all of a sudden she leans in, like suit, like too close to my face, and was like, um, "Do we smell like alcohol?" And I was like, huh, <laughs> yes, yes, you do. It smells like I'm in a distillery. You, uh, you smell like the inside of a bottle. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it was definitely, okay, that was like super early in the morning. I was like, these guys pulled an all-nighter. Um, but yeah, how to, how to be young, you know? Um, but also, you know, I noticed I was at the, I flew into LAX and, I was waiting for my bags to drop, and um, and, uh, and and I'm sure there's a joke there somewhere, but uh, but was there, and then all of a sudden, you know, I see this family, and it's this dad with two little kids, and he's just playing these games with them, and they're just laughing hilariously, and he's it's it's games that only kids would enjoy, you know what I mean? They're not it's not real, you know, they're small kids, they're, it's not real intellectual stuff but it was just it was fun you know it was like the dad just hitting the kids over the top of the head not like aggressively it wasn't like slamming into them but just hitting them over the top of the head with an empty water bottle and then just laughing every time he did it just they were loving it and i was like how great would that be if i just like kind of pushed the kids aside and like had the dad hit my head with it and i was just just and i would just giggle at the top of my lungs you know what i mean because I mean, listen, I just, I would have giggled just as hard, you know, if not louder. I feel like the dad deserved a louder, a louder giggle than the kids were giving him. And I would have done it justice, I feel like. Um, but yeah, let's see what else, uh, you know, and so traveling too, I've noticed we've done a lot of road trips lately. And so hit up all the truck stops and they're, in case you're wondering, they're just as bad as they were before. Uh, toilets just look like there's been a giant bomb gone off in them. Um, giant poo bomb. Um, but it just got me thinking. I used to, when I was a, a younger lad, um, like 14 or 15, I worked at a grocery store, Ron's Foods. And I would stock the, you know, the freezers and stock the aisles and all that. But every once in a while, somebody would just destroy the bathroom or clog the toilet. And whoever was on duty, that's rather apt choice of words uh, but whoever was on their shift for that if that happened during your shift like if there was three stock boys it would rotate between the person who had to take care of it and declog the toilet or whatever and i just remember 
some of the worst experiences of my life was doing that. Like, uh, this is too much information, of course, but like uh, having to take a coat hanger in order to solve the problem. And uh, yeah, well, you get it. But uh, but how traumatizing for like a young lad to, to spend my afternoons and evenings uh, with a coat hanger doing that. Yeah, not uh, not the greatest memories, that's for sure. move on to some entertainment news for the week uh super quick i'm gonna do a couple reviews not do full uh tv and book segments but just really quick uh tv um the latest episode of american horror story that i think was last week i just got around to watching it or american horror stories it's the new anthology series so each week is a different you know different cast different short story this one was pretty awesome about uh you know media social media influencers um and them just trying to push the ante to keep their fans and their fan base going um even if it means doing unethical things and they it's a christmas episode so it's like it's kind of kind of cool to see it in the middle of summertime and they're of course have to run into a deranged psychopathic serial killer santa claus and that is played by danny trejo (laughs) and is menacing and evil and so good um I'd say it's it's definitely it's my favorite episode of the series so far, um, and just a really good episode of television and horror television. So definitely check that out. Um, and then going into books, so I was very proud of myself because I finished Bosch. I was telling you about that. Um, it took me only half a year to read a book, but not bad. Um, but I was a little quicker with the Tarantino book. I think I talked about that a few podcasts back as well. But that was a great one. The Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Highly recommend that book, but I'm currently reading Simon Rich's um, New Teeth. And if you don't know Simon Rich, he was the head writer of SNL, and his books are awesome. Um, so check those out. A lot of short stories, super fun. Um, and it's I like the short story anthologies because you don't have to feel like you know you can you can read a couple and then put it aside forever and then come back to it and not feel like oh, I'm so lost. So there you go. There's some books and uh, TV that you can check out. But uh, but yeah, so then moving into more other entertainment news stories that I saw for the week. This one kind of hit close to home because I'm a huge, obviously I'm from Minnesota, and love the Coen brothers. And I've always felt like, oh, that's cool. They're like the hometown heroes. Um, and this came out that I saw today that Ethan Coen apparently doesn't want to make movies anymore. They've taken breaks they usually Joel and Ethan Cohen of the Cohen brothers usually make movies together and they've taken breaks before, but, um, apparently it came out that, um, from their composer, Carter Burwell, um, that this actually might not be a one-off thing and that, uh, that it's apparently kind of all up in the air and that he might retire. Um, which is interesting. They also, you know, talk about because Tarantino's talked about retiring too. So yeah, two of the greats thinking about retiring. Pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Um, 
Also, other news was uh, Bob Odenkirk, of course, he suffered a heart attack and is doing well. And um, I just, when that happened, it's one of those things where usually if a celebrity, and not usually, but I notice a lot of the times when a celebrity has something bad happen, because they're in the public eye, people don't take a break on them, even if there's something you know, that is bad or awful happened. Sometimes they're still just as brutal. I remember like with Paul Walker, people like the internet was just brutal to him um, when he passed. So Odenkirk had a heart attack and he said, you know, he reached out to his fans and just said it was a small heart attack. But uh, now there's members, you know, health officials saying that it's not really uh, a small heart attack and just saying like any heart attack is a big heart attack and have the potential to be, huge and possibly fatal um and say you know this was quoted so we don't mess around it's not a small heart attack until we turn it into a small heart attack by appropriate treatment um so there you go with that so they were just talking about you know the scope of the the damage you know it's all kind of essentially the mechanic the mechanisms of a heart attacks are all basically the same an artery is blocked and that cuts blood flow to the heart muscle and if the blockage goes on for a long enough time, the heart muscle starts to die. So they just said, you know, if you're feeling shortness of breath, you're feeling, you know, weak, fatigued, and and if you just show any kind of those symptoms, it's important to, you know, especially chest pains or unexplained shortness of breath to jump on those right away because you just, you never know. Um, there you go. And then let's see what else. The other thing, oh, the Mary Elizabeth Winstead uh, revenge movie Kate just had a trailer that came out and I watched it and that looks pretty awesome so I can recommend that for trailer watching check out that one um, and that's going to be on Netflix on September 10th so that seems like that'll be a pretty good flick to check out So finally, let's do some random weird news of the week. Uh, the first thing that I thought was crazy and just another excuse for me not to go out in public. You know, I remember when, and a lot of people have said this, but like COVID provided that ultimate excuse of like, nah, I can't go out and do anything, you know, COVID um, and still provides that. But it's, it's, you know, I guess I shouldn't say that into a microphone then. But, um, but also it's just like, I get, when people are afraid of going out because it's like so many random weird things could happen. I know this isn't helping if people are like agoraphobic, but um, like there's this, uh, so in Idaho, there's this rodeo and a bull jumped into the crowd and there's this video of it and you see it and it's crazy. They just happen to be filming at that time and I'm watching it right now. And so the gates are, they're just getting ready for it. They're opening the gates right now. Bulls running out and the guys riding the bull it's just going normal time bull knocks him off and then he just completely makes a beeline right into this camera 
<laughs> you're like, oh, man. Uh, pretty crazy. It says no one was injured in the incident, which is awesome. But, uh, I mean, except for your uh, lifetime memories, because that's also super traumatizing. Uh, this one, too, speaking of weird things you see out in public, an orangutan, there was sunglasses that were dropped. A tourist dropped their sunglasses accidentally um, into an orangutan closure, enclosure at a zoo in Indonesia. And you see, you see the orangutan just grab the sunglasses and put them on. Um, and usually whenever I see a video start off like this of something um, in an animal enclosure, I'm like, this is going to be the worst thing, right? He's going to jump into a peaceful family and just just throw them around like they're rag dolls. But thankfully, this wasn't that case and actually turned out pretty good and just put on some sunglasses and did the risky business dance from risky business. Um, this also is uh, crazy. So this happened during the Olympics. Have you guys heard anything about the Olympics in the past couple of weeks? Um, yeah, it's funny. I'm always very interested in it. And then when you just, that's all you hear is Olympic stories. Then you get super tired of it. I feel like just speaking for myself, but, uh, this guy, us Australian Alex Porter fell on Monday when his handlebars snapped off his bicycle while he was riding at about 37 miles per hour. He was able to ride again. So his injuries weren't too bad, but, uh, but he just definitely took a spill. Um, and that's crazy. That's why I don't, you know, that's why I don't do professional sports. That is literally the only reason why I don't do professional sports. <laughs> Not my stamina or physique or anything else. Um, this also was uh, was crazy. A um, Two men in Indiana County believed that they were on a... Uh, <laughs> I can't believe it. I, I, it says that they really believed this, but I feel like they didn't. But uh, two guys got robbed early Sunday when two men filmed them with a cell phone camera, assaulted them, and then stole $20 cash. Um, and so the officers, you know, police chased them on foot and arrested them. And one of them was taking a video with a cell phone, told the men they were on a show called, we just got robbed. Um, and so obviously that's just like, I feel like it, it could be, it could actually be a TV show. I wouldn't put that past, you know, where we're at in America where it's like, Oh no, we want to watch that. That's what we think is entertaining doing that to people live on TV. Uh, no, I don't have that cynical of a view. I don't think that show would ever happen. But um, it, what it reads to me is more like these guys got caught eh, or, you know, they were just trying to say something so that they'd be like, no, no, you're just on a show. Isn't this fun? And then leave before they could figure it out. Well, what a horrible excuse. I almost thought that they that when the police arrested them, that's what they said. It was like, oh, okay, you're part of a show? Well, we'll, we'll let you get off scot-free then. We won't even press charges. You're fine. Um, but yeah, what a bunch of idiots. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. That's been the podcast for the week. Thanks for checking it out. It's been a pleasure as always. Um, yeah, number 14. This is the 14th podcast. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I'm loving doing it. It's been a little over three months. 
um, and has been just, yeah, just a, a great time. And if you have uh, anything, any comments or any stories that you want covered in the future, drop a line at notgoodwithmat at gmail.com. Uh, special thanks to Brett Saxon for the music this week and the unis, of course, for their music. Uh, yeah, we'll see you. Well, actually, work's going to start wrapping up again, too, so I'll, I will dip into uh, the archives coming up soon. Um, but then we'll be back with more live shows. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, until next week, I love you. <laughs>